0: Hello and welcome everyone to the Two Matts and a Jeff podcast. I'm Matt Moyer along with Jeff Moyer and Matt Bannon. We're just some middle aged guys uh, talking sports. And today we're talking about the most underrated players in the NBA of all time. So underrated guys, guys that were great but maybe don't show up on anyone's list as being great players. Matt, why don't you start us off?
1: So my number five most underrated NBA player of all time is Moses Malone. So, when I looked things up, I had no idea that Moses Malone had three MVPs. I had no idea. I mean, actually, I, actually, I should look like that's the, the definition of an underrated player right yeah, there, I was right? Like, I was like, three MVPs. Now, maybe, I don't know, did he play? I can't, I should know this. Did he play in the ABA? He did something? play in the ABA. So maybe, but I'm not sure if his
0: NBA, if his ABA stats I'm, were included in that, but he did play in the ABA. I'm
1: pretty sure that 83, he wouldn't have six years won the title, but he was the yes. MVP. But So, I don't know where the other two, I was like, three? Wow. And um, what else did I write down here? Sorry. Um, And as of whenever I when I looked up at that point, whatever he was seventh on the all-time scoring list. I don't know if he's there now, but whenever this this article was published or whatever, they're
2: close. Yeah,
1: twenty nine thousand plus points, seventeen thousand plus rebounds. I mean, I mean, some of those rebounds I know were his own misses, but but still, (laughs) his own rebound. Yeah, but I just was shocked that. So I I think Moses Malone sometimes, like when we do like all-time centers and things. You know Moses gets the short shrift.
0: Yep. Well, my number five is a guy that you kids out there might not know, um, but a guy I kind of like because he played for the Knicks and he came back from a big injury, and that's Bernard King. Wow, okay. So Bernard King, he's a Hall of Famer, um, four-time All-Star, four-time All-NBA. Um, let's see, 84-85 scoring champ, uh, seventy-seven, seventy-eight. All uh, he was all rookie. Only 874 games since they only, but he battled back from a big injury. And he's a guy that, you know, was a great player in his time that, again, in my, you know, so in my mind, in my criteria of underrated players, it's who's a really great player in their time or overall that people today don't really know. And if you say the name Bernard King to your average basketball fan, they probably don't know him. And that's why he made my list as my number five most
2: underrated player. Okay. My number five is a guy that played along some greats, um, Horace Grant. Um, he played along again, a lot of all time greats, both Jordan and the Lakers and everybody else. Yeah. Um, you know, so he won a bunch of you know, NBA championships. Um, he played for 17 seasons. 13 of those years were all in the playoffs, so we had a lot of, you know, a lot of playoffs years. He was a four-time all-defensive all second team, so like, you know, again, you know, you think about uh, a guy that you're not going to, you know, you think of, you know, being on some championship teams, but he was a Big contributor so i put he played with shaq in right in Orlando right too, yes, or right so yeah, when he left the bulls he went to right. he, he was
1: like a prototypical four before the stretch four came up. right
0: yes right
1: he's who you wanted as your right as a four. They, right uh, they modeled the four after him before before the stretch yeah game. so so my number four is dennis Rodman. dennis Rodman. i mean everyone knows that's a household name and everything and everyone knows him you know more so probably from the bulls 3p than the pistons back-to-back or whatever but for me Rodman's underrated because he could score when he first came into the league and he played with the Pistons. I I, I didn't look it up, but I know he averaged like close to double digits on there early on when they didn't they needed him to when they didn't have right. other scoring or whatever. Uh, but to me, he's probably the best rebounder of all time, and that was a. It wasn't just because he it was partially a lot because he hustled, but also because he studied it. So this here's a man who, you know, you would never think of Dennis Rodman probably so he, he. off the court taking time out of his craziness of his life to study rebounding, and that's what he did to become the best at his craft ever. So, I mean, Dennis Rodman is obviously a household name, but I I, I think him is even underrated as far as uh, like all
0: time great. I put, yeah, I put see, him on
2: our honorable mentions. So see, yeah.
0: it's interesting because I don't I don't see him as uh, as underrated. I think he's a great player, right. fantastic player. And I think most people recognize that about him. Right. Maybe they don't have him up as high on the list. and that's. But I did notice in, in some of my research that people definitely had him listed. But he didn't make my list because I just thought that he was yeah. a guy that most people know. You know him for a lot of reasons. Yeah. But a guy that a lot of people might not know, but if you live around here, around the Philadelphia area, I'm sure you do. And that's Mo Cheeks. So Mo Cheeks, Hall of Famer. Not a guy that's widely known, although, you know, he had a good career, a very good career, obviously, as a player, because I think he's underrated. Good career as a coach. Um, 1,101 games, you know, just a floor general and a guy that really manipulated things. And maybe, again, maybe I'm being a little homerish here saying he's he's underrated. But four-time All-Star, five-time All-Defense, obviously the 83 championship for the Sixers. And just a guy I don't think gets as much credit as – he should maybe for that team. You know, when you think of that team, you think of okay. who? Okay, Dr. Dr. J. J Moses, Moses. Andrew Tony. Andrew Tony. Moses, I mean, Mo Cheeks kind of on the side there, and I just think he's kind of an underrated player that most people out there don't know, but a great player.
2: Okay. So I'm still in number four. Um, ben Wallace from Detroit Pistons. Uh, they won an, he won an NBA championship in 2004. Um, one thing I wrote down is that he was only six foot nine, playing center, and he stood up against Shaq, yeah. Duncan, Kevin Garnett, Weber, Dirk Nowitzki. So he went against all the you know all the big big time guys you would hear about. He was the NBA de- Defensive Player of the Year four different times, and he made all you know all the de- all defensive team five times. So again, when you think of Detroit Pistons, you're not thinking of Ben Wallace. So. Um, that's why I picked
1: Ben I think he's going into, I think he made the Hall of Fame. I mean, yes. He's going to be going in, he, in Yes, next, next year. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I think that's probably why he wasn't on my mind because of that. But you make a great point. I didn't realize he was only 6'9". Yeah. And he, I mean, it's like Barkley, who was a lot shorter right. playing these big guys on defense. They're pretty, pretty impressive. Yeah.
1: So my number three is John Havlicek. Now, this is someone who's also known as well. Uh, but when you think of the Celtics, most of the time you think of, like, Larry Bird, Bill Russell. Those types of players, like John Havlicek is a, is a known Celtic, but I didn't realize that, like, how, like, his, he had eight championships, which I, I know maybe we talked about in a previous podcast when we talked about players and, and uh, best players of all time and things, but I don't remember that he had eight wings or whatever because he was sort of in the middle between the Celtics dynasty of the 60s and uh, the Celtics like, well, the dynasty of the 80s, the, the run of the right. 80s of the bird Celtics or whatever. Uh, but he was All NBA eleven times, and All D uh, NBA Defensive eight times or whatever, and just the his, the volume of of points, of career stats, points, rebounds, and, and assists, which I was surprised because he played more of a forward role back in the day. It's not like forwards now, you know, right, or whatever. So I was just surprised. So I was I was. Uh, I was he he's, seems like he doesn't get the just-do compared to a lot of other Celtics
0: greats. There. It's, a, yeah. it's a good point, Matt. I mean, yeah. a lot of again, a lot of kids might not know yeah. That yeah. Name, yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. But I always think name. of that call, have a check on the ball. Oh, okay. So in right. my mind, that's kind of, you know, iconic because right. it was before my time. Right. So it's yeah. something right. that, you know, that, that's kind of you put on a pedestal most of that right. stuff. Well, my number three is also a Celtic, and it's a guy that Charles Barkley recently said was the hardest guy for him to play against. Yeah, that's exactly right. Kevin McHale so Kevin McHale and again you mentioned like the prototypical four back then (laughs) before the stretch four was Kevin McHale uh he's a hall of famer he's a seven-time all-star um 86 87 all nba 80 81 all rookie three-time champ six-time all defense two-time sixth man award um and I, I roll out all that to say I don't think people recognize what a great part of that team he was And coming off the bench, a lot of guys have a hard time doing that, but he was a great player that came off the bench and I just think is underrated. People don't really recognize how great he was and how how much he contributed to those teams.
1: Initially in his career, he came off the bench because cornbread Cedric Maxwell started, but later after he
0: was gone, he he started. Well, there's a nickname for you, that, you Cornbread, know, Cornbread. Yeah,
1: Cornbread. Cornbread Maxwell. No, but no one
2: knows who he is. No, and it could be on yeah. someone's underrated list perhaps, yeah. potentially. Um, but go ahead. Okay, so my number three, uh, I have is Lon- Alonzo Mourning from Miami Heat. Uh, won the cha- championship in 2006 with Miami Heat. Uh, he was one of the dominant centers in the 90s. Uh, defensive Player of the Year. Uh, he was a blocks leader again, and they retired his number uh in the heat so um again i think you know especially again when you think back on those years um
1: so that's so funny because i almost put him
0: on my honorable mention for our underrated (laughs) i mean overrated overrated overrated. overrated far overrated. See, I don't definitely see him as, as overrated, I'm not sure. potentially underrated. I mean, I in that generation of guys, I like the big guys in the big centers. So right. He's a guy I think is, you know, pretty darn good. Right. And but, you know, it's a good it's a good case. Yeah. I think when you win a title, it makes it hard for me to to make you overrated. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, well, your guy won a title. Yeah, yeah, I know Kevin. Well, <laughs> yeah, right. again, I think about, yeah. you know, is I don't it, think
2: he's underrated underrated. Right. But anyway, I, anyway well, yeah.
0: I, don't, I think is he a household name? Like if I want, you right. know, the the kids out there these right, days, yeah. I think that's where I think about, you know, in my mind of like, if I walked up to somebody at uh, right. Average Joe and said, Seven. what do you know about Kevin McHale? Right. I'll, you know, a bunch of people might go, who? Right. Well, Same I'll... case for Alonzo Mourning.
1: Yeah, so ironically, yeah. I'm up to my number two, yeah. and my number two is Kevin McHale. And again, we do these this independently.
0: You're finally getting something right yeah. now. Yeah.
1: Thanks. Uh, so Kevin McHale had a 55% field goal percentage. Uh, you know, I mean, literally more than half his shots he's making no matter what. Um, I wrote down that he has, as far as I'm concerned, I'm watching the NBA over my over many years, is the best post moves and footwork ever. Like if you ever go back, go back and watch Kevin McHale in the mid post, not even the deep post, in the mid post, and watch him take guys to school just by his footwork and get easy buckets. Like it's just, and and his 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 shot, his jump shot was a fadeaway two hander. So I do remember was, the
2: two-handed. It, it was just as the <laughs> ugliest
0: thing
1: in the world but it was good.
0: He's all arms. He's all arms. Yeah. it literally
1: is all <laughs> arms like <laughs> yeah. pretty much. Um what I wrote down is that Mikhail was sort of uh Pippen to Bird. So like like I don't think Bird gets the the maybe cuz he 80 I don't think uh or, or 81 whenever the Celtics won the first one when uh when Cornbread Maxwell was the MVP and stole it from Bird. Um I, I'm like Mikhail might have been there or whatever. I'm not sure. No, no, I don't. He wasn't there. But so I'm not so sure that Bird gets those titles without Mikhail. So I, th- I, I that's I, I think just Mikhail is just because of his uh, his best all-time footwork and his scoring ability and defense too. Whatever. Well, another that's guy that's on that
0: team. He's not on my list, but he's, he's on a lot of people. List when I did research was Dennis Johnson. Dennis Johnson, yeah. And I don't think Bird gets those titles right, without, without him, him. Right, exactly. Um, yep. guy that's not very well known. Yes. But he didn't make my list. He probably should be an honorable mention. But my number two on my list is one of Jeff's uh, favorite players, probably. At least he was when he was playing. Clyde the Glide Drexler. So Clyde Drexler, I think, you know, again, he's, he's a great player. Ten-time All-Star, Hall of Famer, five-time All NBA. Won a championship. When did he win? When Michael Jordan went away for a little while. And he was in the shadow, I think, of, of Jordan and they played the same position. He played a similar yeah. game. And I think that's why he just doesn't get the credit that he should as a great player coming out of college with five Slamma Jamma yes. um, and, you know, playing on, you know, the, the Portland Trailblazers no, was saying, for most of his yeah. career, which was yeah. not a, a a sexy team,
2: not a team that was flashy. Not a, they had, you know, well, Terry was also, Porter and some good guys was with say, it, Especially but. for us, you know, it was a West Coast team, yeah. so you barely, you know, It's not like it wasn't today watching games. No NBA TV back in the day, folks. Right, that's true. So that's another
0: thing is they they weren't getting as much. They weren't getting a lot of national games and national exposure. And I just think he's a a, a fantastic player who most people probably don't know much about him in the shadow of some of the great great players of that time,
2: uh, Clyde the Glide. He's got a good nickname, of course, Clyde the Glide, Drexler. All right. Well, you took some of my thunder because my number two is Dennis Johnson. Oh, you <laughs> we were talking about you should have made your list. Well, he did make my list as my number two guy because again, you start looking into uh, stats and stuff. You know, he was a five-time All-Star. I would have never guessed. You know, like obviously won the NBA championships with the uh, Celtics. Um, he was a second-round draft pick. Really, which I didn't realize. Out of where did it say? Yeah, yeah. I I just it's didn't write it down. Right, yeah, okay. But yeah, it did not say. But yes, um, he was an NBA Finals MVP in 1979 with the Sonics. Right. So, I mean, so which is again, I, no idea. Yep. He was. Um, he was the NBA. He made NBA first team in 1981. He made the NBA second team in 1980. Um, he was a six-time All Defensive Team player. Again, you already mentioned. Yeah, again, definitely helps Bird win win titles. And he always uh, got the, the toughest defensive assignment, perimeter wise, for the Celtics. And go to your average Joe and
0: say, no. "Do you know he's, who this guy is?" Yeah. They don't. No. He, he's, sits, he's and he's passed away as well. I mean, yes, I did. Exactly. So, exactly. so, and you know, he's a He's a great player that people just don't know much about. So, yeah. excellent choice. Yeah. All right, so now we're your number
1: one. So, my number okay. one, and this is uh, – if, it, if we're, uh, I probably got this wrong, folks, because it's a person who's known. <laughs> so, it's uh, Scotty Pippen is my underrated of all time because I don't think MJ wins without him. Now, maybe I'm, I'm not saying he doesn't win any titles, but I don't think he wins six by any stretch without Pippen around. Um, you know, 16-1.64. 4. four rebounds 5.2 assists and two steals a game um essentially if you're old enough to remember when the bulls played the lakers in their first from the bulls first finals the first game the lakers won on the road in chicago the next game phil jackson said to scotty pippen okay you're guarding magic because they had like Paxson or someone whoever it was guarding Magic. they were going more guard guard forward forward so pippen probably guarded i don't know someone some forward for the lakers i don't even remember who the second savalos or somebody um, but they switched Pippen onto Magic, and that basically neutralized Magic the rest of the series, and the Bulls won in five. So that you can just to me that's like the fa- that should to me showed the the value of Scottie Pippen. Basically, like that was the difference in the series. So.
0: Scottie Pippen's is a great player. Yeah. I, I don't see him necessarily as underrated. I mean, uh, you're forgetting about that time he wouldn't go out the floor at the end of the game because they called a play for Tony Kukoc, yeah. not like. But which is a, if you look at <laughs> go, go look
1: it up in the recent uh, um, social media that he just had an interview. That says, you know, go look yeah, there's a of lot of
0: stuff out there. Yeah. No, I mean he's a he's a fantastic player. Yeah. I don't think he's underrated. I think he's you know he's a greatest. Re-rated. Yeah, he's the greatest Robin of all time, yeah. to 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 Jordan's Batman. Yeah. But my number one is one that's already mentioned. Matt, you mentioned him earlier on your list, which is Moses Malone, and I will throw myself under the bus when we were rating centers. I know he didn't make my top five. And he totally should have when you look at his statistics that you already brought right, up. Right. I mean, just an incredible player with incredible statistics who took his teams to the promised land, you know, and, 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 and often did. gave you want to bring up from eighty three over yeah, the top. Yeah, right, yeah, <laughs> right. right.
2: So missing piece. He's right.
0: just not a guy that people think about when you yeah. think about great players or great centers even. Right. You know, you think about great centers. Oh, Shaq, oh Wilt. You know, th- you don't think about right. him, and he should definitely be in the discussion there. So, and, and I didn't put him in the discussion, so that's why I put him as my number one most underrated player of all time. I don't know a little homerish. Two out of his Two five t- yeah. or six. <laughs> I, I, hey, I come on. <laughs> Well, that's why. We're, that's why we're the slinkers
2: show Two out of my five were Celtics, yeah. and it killed
1: me to do it. Uh, really.
2: All right. So my number one is who you mentioned. My guy, Clyde Drexler. Um, again, the great name, T- uh, Glide, he was a 10-time All-Star, dream teamer, okay. NBA champ, again, yes, obviously he won NBA champ when uh, Jordan was out, and yes, I think he definitely was underrated because of, he was like Michael Jordan, yeah. but he played in Portland, um, and what I found really interesting was uh, his number 22 jersey was retired in three places, University of Houston, okay. Portland, and Houston. The Rockets have retired all, th- all number three places. How long was he there? Was he there long know. enough? To, I mean, I guess because
1: he won the title, probably. Whatever, but because he's from three times, to-
2: all three of those he jerseys were, were retired. So wow. I'm like, there's a guy. When you said three, I was like, I knew two right away. I'm like, where's yeah. the third place? But wow. He, yes. So and how many people can even say what number he was? Yes. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have
1: known 22. Yeah.
2: But, but I just met
0: like so over there. Retired he said. And, yeah, so. Well, well, uh, it's interesting that he's 22, one behind Michael yeah, Jordan.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah, ironically. So, I guess we're going.
0: Uh, what do you got in the honorable mentions?
1: I just only have one honorable mention, and that's uh, another center from back in the day, Nate Thurman, um, which uh, he's not really a household name, but, you know, he, he was a huge part of the NBA in, back in the day. And I, I looked up one thing I noticed. He had the first ever quadruple double in 1974. 22 points, 14 rebounds, 13 assists, and 12 blocks. Jeez. 12 blocks in a game. Wow. And another thing that they had down there was that he had 18 rebounds in one quarter in a game. Like, that's crazy. That is, that's like more than that's one and a half a
2: minute, isn't it? Or whatever, I don't know. That is crazy. Yeah.
0: Wow, he's padding his own rebounds. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. know. Maybe they're offensive. I have no idea. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I wrote down a lot of names. One we mentioned already was Dennis Johnson. Uh, Mark Eaton made my list as a you know underrated guy. You know, uh, just passed away recently from a from a bad accident. Yeah, Sam Cassell, me. underrated Sam player. Friend, yeah. And you know, I was I was just talking to my son about him recently because he's assistant yeah. coach for the Sixers. Maybe a head coach soon. Yeah. Um, and I just think he's a you know a really great player who played a, a really great role and just wasn't you know not acknowledged out there generally. Another guy, and this is just a little bit of the, the team that I really liked at the time, but John Starks I think was a you know not recognized out there much as a great player, but a pretty great player. Um, and Michael Cooper I had in my honorable mention as well. Again, another
2: guy that people don't think of too much, but Cooper. pretty darn good basketball player. I just wrote some names. One I have a little bit only with one thing about it. I, Joe Dumars. Oh, oh, great choice. Because yeah, if yeah, Detroit, thinking, right. you know, again, think about Detroit. and He's not coming up. Maybe oh, yeah. they what don't do win think? titles. No, but I mean, chosen. I've been thinking, some like, things. when you think of Detroit, some you're some thinking, things. obviously, oh, yeah. Isaiah Thomas. So and then Phil Lambert, Lambert. You're, right.
1: You're even probably he thinking may, Rodman. Rodman, and, yeah. That's yeah. so, so yeah. what I
2: mean. Um, I wrote, like, guys like Chris Mullen, Mark Price, you know, Adrian Dantley and Alice English were just, you know, guards. and You know, that, you know
1: so alex english i noticed when i was looking stuff up i should have put him down as honorable mention 10 seasons in a row it was like they listed out was like 29 25 27 28 20 like 10 seasons in a row he averaged like whatever it was and that is one of the only i forget how many they've done that i was was
0: like wow i had no idea all right well there they are gang our list of the most underrated nba players of all time again if you think you uh, know some guys we missed or have a comment, make sure you add it in uh, below on the video or on Facebook or on Instagram, which is where you can find us, the Two Mats and a Jeff Podcast. We'll see you next time.